Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. All right, everyone, we've put the name to a vote, and our super badass secret society will be called Fluffy Hoo Hoo Bun Bun. I'm Andy. The verdict is guilty. Hang him. I'm Adam. Welcome back, esteemed members of We Hate That Other Secret Society. I'm Sean. It was as if an occult hand had gathered them together to record a podcast. I'm Kelly, and this is Acid Pop. Hello everyone and welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about secret societies. Snow, the secret. They're going to ruin the societies. They're going to get us all black bagged. This episode is brought to you by our patron Rick. If you want to support us on Patreon, head on over for some cool perks such as mini episodes where we talk about all the things made of human skin. <laughs> so let's get into this before they come for us. Etymology of secret is Latin. Secretus, secretus. <laughs> it's uh, cesernere. Nailed it. <laughs> Got it in one. Did you say that backwards? <laughs> cesernere. Poof. This is sort of weird because the se means without or apart, and the cernere means separate. Hmm. So, without apart, apart. Because <laughs> it mean without being separate. So, yeah. you keep a secret close. Hmm. Deep. <laughs> and then societies comes from Latin societatum. <laughs> it's Channing Tatum's Latin brother. <laughs> <laughs> Which means a fellowship, association, alliance, etc. Group of good buds. I couldn't find a fear of secret societies because... Uh, they covered it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Too spooky. And not really any science here. I did want to say that for my personal definition of this secret societies are like social or ideological not religious so mm. i'm not going to get into any cults or any like religious traditions of secret elders that sort of thing uh, why not <laughs> so mormons don't have a secret society then correct okay or if they have one it doesn't have to do with their mormonness uh. so moving into our acid pop quiz let's do some true or false the order of the occult hand is a group of journalists who attempted to sneak the phrase, it was if an occult hand, into as many articles as possible. <laughs> I want to say true because that sounds delightful. That is true. Oh. We're getting hey, to the oh. true or false uh, part. We did it! We didn't get a chance to answer. Uh, they managed to do this 27 times before they were exposed. True or false? Exactly 27 or at least 27? Exactly 27. No, they did, it, they did it way more. Yeah. They did it some spooky number. <laughs> 667 <laughs> times. <laughs> it was 66.6, .6, but they had to round it up. <laughs> so they, you guys are right. This is false. They managed it 64 times. Oh. Oh, we were really close. <laughs> Possibly more that were never noticed. Um, <laughs> but I'll never tell. 
And after exposure, the group got together and created a new secret phrase. <laughs> Today in the news. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. <laughs> As of yet, no one has caught on to what the new secret phrase they're sneaking into articles is. Oh, man. Mm. Say the secret phrase and the deck comes down. <laughs> but they have said that the original phrase, it was as if an occult hand was deliberately ridiculous and like didn't fit in well and was purple. So they've said the new phrase is equally inappropriate. Like Mm. it's something that you people should notice. All right. So true or false, the phrase getting the third degree originates with the Freemasons. Hmm. A third degree Mason. Hmm. Is that, do they give you a different colored belt? (laughs) <laughs> I'll say true. They burn something into you. It's got to be burning. Uh, I'll say false. Uh, it, it comes from sunburns when I used to go to Wild Waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is true. Oh, uh, wow. The th- third degree is the final stage before becoming a fully fledged mason. The fourth degree. And the ceremony involves close questioning, which is where the expression giving someone the third degree originates. Huh. And once you become a full mason, you're allowed to make walls. so one more freemason question here true or false the freemasons donate a hundred thousand dollars a day to charity a day day? false that's that's so much where would they be getting it secrets (sighs) that'd be like 30 million dollars a year yeah that doesn't sound so much now that i say it okay true yeah i'll say true i guess and a year with false yes this is false well it's actually over two million a day. Excuse wow. me. Whoa! This is the number I came up with. Jeez, made it up. <laughs> That's called a Kelly fact. <laughs> you have subscribed to Kelly facts. <laughs> it's a rock fact. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to our short answer now. Oh goodness! Ah, oh, beans. The <laughs> <laughs> my stars. <laughs> guys are mean to me we're helping <laughs> we're just filling in the space till you get caught up with your notes oh darn it's i'm just trying to say a word okay <laughs> <laughs> so the rosicrucians okay. or the order of the rose cross okay, is a yeah. secret society from which others such as the freemasons are thought to have sprung Boing. <laughs> so in 1623 during a panicked flurry about this secret society two books were published denouncing it okay give me either title of these books and i will give you points if you get any what any reasonable word (laughs) in either title i have to pick a title of a book Mm -hmm. it'd be the opposite of the red cross to cancel it out so it's got to be the green circle (laughs) uh harry potter and the order of the rosicrucians (laughs) uh I don't know, like, dumb crosses are bad. <laughs> maybe stupid. it's like maybe it's like a book with all their secrets in it, and it was called, like, The Rose Cross is Coming for You, and they just had some nut job stand on the corner and try and peddle it on people to, <laughs> to make them seem not true. So I'm giving a quarter point to uh, me, me, me. Sean here hey. for saying a book that claimed to have their secrets in them. <laughs> so the first title is... A history of the frightful compacts entered into between the devil and the pretended invisibles with their damnable ex- instructions, the deplorable ruin of their disciples, and their miserable end. Mm. I was so yeah, close. That sounds like a book title from the 1600s. <laughs> Brevity. I, 
Well, you said any word and I had the, so I'm <laughs> taking another quarter point. Yeah, I think we all get a little bit of points. I said any significant word. <laughs> oh. And then the second one was an examination of the new unknown Kabbalah of the Brethren of the Rose Cross who have lately inhabited the city of Paris with the history of their manners, the wonders <laughs> worked by them, and many other particulars. Wondrous <laughs> works. <laughs> You know, books back then didn't actually have any content. It was just all on the cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm done. All right, moving on. How many U.S. presidents have been in secret societies? 45. Uh, I'm going to say 80%. I was going to say half. Half is close. Oh. It's 20. Okay. Lots of them were Freemasons, mm-hmm. going back to our founding fathers. Um, we've got some skull and bones boys, like both the Bushes. Um, it's called boy boy bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and excitingly, we have a couple who were in the constitutionated order of hoo hoo. They just sorry, love chocolate that, milk. Say that one again. <laughs> the constitutionated order of hoo hoo. <laughs> Anyone want to guess one of the presidents that was in the order of hoo hoo? Taft. <laughs> Good old Teddy. What? So the order of hoo-hoo was originally related to the lumber industry. (laughs) (laughs) Nowadays, they do good works related to tree planting and promoting responsible forestry. Owl conservation. Cuckoo clocks. The hoo-hoo's executive committee. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you something serious here. The (laughs) hoo-hoo's... Executive Committee takes its position names from Lewis Carroll works. So like one of the members of the Executive Committee is referred to as the Jabberwocky. (laughs) (laughs) Then every every week somebody's mom has to bring Snickersnacks for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The Bald Knobbers were a secret society in Missouri started in 1885. They were vigilantes. Mm. There was a second group that was organized to fight them. Ooh. What was that group called? The Harry Clubs. <laughs> it's the Whig Party. Bald knobbers. Uh, they are the shaggy handles. Well, you guys are all more creative than the people who actually <laughs> formed the opposition. They called themselves the anti-bald knobbers. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm going to tell you a little bit about the bald numbers, but I wanted you to get a look at them first. So I've got a link for you to look at. Legends of America, it says. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Looks Whoa. like he cut eye holes and mouths out of the belly of a teddy bear and then pulled it <laughs> over his head. <laughs> Some sort of crochet leather daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of a do-it-yourself leather face. So the bald knobbers started out pursuing and hanging known criminals, but they soon went after drunks, gamblers, <laughs> loose women, hey. couples living in sin, hmm. and men who failed to support their families. <laughs> Big ones. Sometimes they even called on those they simply considered ornery. <laughs> that man had too much sarsaparilla. The violence increased as the group would flog or brand suspected thieves, arsonists, robbers, or anyone else who got on their nerves. And quickly, anyone who was opposed to what they were doing was yeah. also added to their list of people that needed to be dealt with. It's against the law to oppose us. <laughs> so uh, that's what happens when uh, good intentions go awry, I guess. Uh, they had to hang up the branding irons. <laughs> All right, so that's the last of our quiz. I don't have any terms. All the terms around secret societies are, I suppose, secret. Yeah. 
So first, we're going to talk about the secret German murder courts. Wow. <laughs> Officially called the Wemmick courts, these were also referred to as the secret courts, the forbidden courts, or the silent courts. Huh. No talking. They operated primarily between the 13th and 16th centuries, but they weren't officially abolished until 1811. Oh, good. <laughs> so I'm going to hit the history of going around them very lightly here because I don't want to get into medieval history. But while the Vemmick courts were operating, Germany was essentially a lot of various lords and nobles, each ruling their own little piece of the pie. And this one area, Westphalia, was an area where the Holy Roman Emperor still had some pull. The Vemmick courts got their right to do what they did from the emperor. Yeah. Any free German man of good character could be a judge in these courts if selected. Once they joined, they had to keep their service secret, even from their close family, their wife and children. No one could know. Judges were expected to give warnings to troublemakers, issue warrants, and participate in executions. Or like dread. <laughs> now, not every meeting of the Vemmick courts was secret, so I'm not <laughs> sure how they kept their identities unknown. <laughs> Everyone keep your eyes closed. You promise? <laughs> Heads up, seven up. I like to imagine them wearing fake mustaches or incredibly <laughs> elaborate hats. <laughs> Why, my father could never pull off a hat like that. And these courts only tried one sort of case, those punishable by death. So okay. they only decided whether people lived or died. They weren't interested in any lesser crimes. <laughs> okay, Judge Dredd. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of crimes in the medieval times that filled that criteria true I mean, enough and also it, it seems like it would take a long time to try these crimes so if i'm sneaking off like honey i'm going somewhere don't ask <laughs> <laughs> so this court didn't issue warrant directly to a person instead a summons to the court was nailed to the person's door ahead <laughs> or if that wasn't an available option it was nailed in some place that they were likely to pass <laughs> There's a note on my toilet. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> the accused then had six weeks and three days to appear before the court. In three days. That's like 45 days, I guess. It's a weird number. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. And I couldn't find anything that said what happened if they didn't show up, <laughs> but uh, I have some guesses. Prepare to be fined. <laughs> Your life. So once the accused appeared at the court, he was sworn in on a skull. Ooh. Wow. That's way more effective than a Bible. <laughs> And then the judges decided whether or not he was guilty. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Guilty, bye. Swearing on the skull, and then the judge power slides in with a guitar. <laughs> guilty! <laughs> the righteous Judge Hans. <laughs> if the meeting of the court was designated as secret, anyone caught trying to watch was put to death immediately. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, sorry, that this, is, this must be a private plat. <laughs> And then the guilty party, and they were usually found guilty, was also put to death immediately. They were generally hung from the nearest tree, and then the uh, judges- hey Guys, this is just a sapling. It's only like three feet tall. <laughs> we, we go by the rules. <laughs> we hang him there, and then we water it. <laughs> Everyone breathe hard. Bring me some miracle Grow, yes. <laughs> so they would leave a knife by the body- inscribed with the letters SSGG, which... <laughs> so sorry, good game. <laughs> <laughs> which stood for Stone Rope Grass Green. I like Sean's better. <laughs> Does rope start with S in German? I guess so. Okay. Stone Rope Grass Green. 
And this was so people would know that it was an official killing, not a lowly murder. <laughs> don't worry, they weren't murdered. <laughs> we don't want to find ourselves in our own court. <laughs> but what? I can't I just inscribe those letters on any knife that I have and be like, ha ha ha. <laughs> not unless you want to be called up by the court. Uh, did, did we leave this knife? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I assume when the courts got bored... They didn't put the guilty party to death immediately. Instead, they set them free, gave them a several-hour head start, Ooh. and then hunted them down and put them to death. Ooh, the most dangerous prey. Apparently, the person being hunted was usually so terrified of the court that they just <laughs> killed themselves to save the trouble. Wow. <laughs> it's very effective. <laughs> it's just open the door when the time is up and he's just standing there sniffling. <laughs> I mean, did anybody ever get away? Do we know? Uh, that's all I, I've got. <laughs> as a piece of trivia, it's said that one of the reasons Hitler used the swastika as the Nazi symbol was to call to mind the Vemic courts. One of their symbols was a sort of double swastika. Wow. wow. So picture a swastika with eight arms. Okay. I was going to say, if it was just inverted, that just makes a window. <laughs> <laughs> An oxstica. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, when I was in kindergarten once, I accidentally drew a swastika. <laughs> like, I didn't know what it was. I was just making lines on a paper. And my teacher got so mad at me. And I was like, I was just making shapes. Oh, uh, so when you started shouting Heil Hitler. Then it was <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to leave the uh, Germans behind. Guten Tag. And we're going to talk about the Black Hand. Mm. So the line between secret society and terrorist organization mm. is a bit fuzzy. Mm. <laughs> but as the Black Hand is described as both secret and a society <laughs> in numerous articles I read, <laughs> we're going to run with it. And nationalistic, militaristic, semi-secret societies with ties to the government were like something I came across like a dozen times in my research. So I wanted to include this one be as sort of a representative sample. Mm. So the Black Hand was formed in 1911 with the goal of unifying all Serbs and creating a greater Serbia. Okay. Its official name was Unification or Death. Oh, that's oh. not a name. That's a sentence. <laughs> Unification, please. <laughs> you may go. <laughs> I assume they went with Black Hand because it's a bit more catchy. <laughs> so anyway, the Black Hand was all about the assassinating. Sort of. How do you feel about a unified Serbia? Hmm. What? They attempted to assassinate the emperor of Austria-Hungary, but it didn't work. Hmm. They then attempted to kill the governor of an Austrian province with a poison dagger. That didn't work out either. Well, they threw it at him. No wonder. <laughs> they then set their sights on a certain Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, I've heard their songs. Wait. <laughs> and they did this by arming Bosnian Serbs and setting them on the Archduke while he was visiting Sarajevo. Hmm. Seven young men waited along the path of the Archduke's motorcade. They had explosives st strapped to their bodies, loaded revolvers, and cyanide so they could commit suicide before being caught. Ah, good. Don't get the order wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them just stood there and watched the motorcade go by without doing anything. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take my anxiety pill. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> One of them did manage to throw a bomb at the Archduke's car. Yeah! It missed. <laughs> the man then took his cyanide and threw himself in a river. <laughs> the cyanide didn't work, and the river was too low for him to drown. <laughs> Splat! Splush! Just sitting in a puddle throwing up. <laughs> kind of sinks an inch into the mud. 
So the Archduke continued his little visit in a proper <laughs> pissed off mood. Just ruins the whole day. <laughs> he changed his itinerary, though, and his driver took a wrong turn as, as a result. While the driver was getting shouted out for taking a wrong turn, he stopped right in front of one of the assassins still hanging around, uh, uh. waiting to kill the Archduke. <laughs> the guy takes two shots, hitting the Archduke and his wife at point-blank range. Mm. And that's the start of World War One. Wow. He could have at least used the bomb. Yeah, I don't know if that worked out quite the way the Black Hand wanted. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say so. But, you know, everyone's got dreams. Are you telling me that Serbia is not united? <laughs> okay, so next we're going to talk about the Illuminati. Mm. First of all, regardless of rumors, they're long gone. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. That's what an Illuminati would say. Yeah. <laughs> and as to who they were, that's kind of funny because there were a couple different groups that called themselves the Illuminati. Part two. Illuminati essentially means enlightened. So I'm not surprised that there were a bunch of people getting together and calling themselves smarter than everyone else, essentially. (laughs) If you're going to make your own secret society, go for the people who think they're better than everyone else. God, I'm so smart. But the group most associated with this term is, other than, you know, people today, is the Bavarian Illuminati. Bavarian? (laughs) Yes. They were basically 18th century skeptics. Hmm. Filled with cream. (laughs) And so their goal was to replace Christianity with a religion of reason. Ah, those words together go? So far, so good. (laughs) Of course, it was the 18th century, so their idea of reason, also a little fuzzy. (laughs) They had secret names that were like all names that went back to the classics. The leader called himself Spartacus. (laughs) I am Spartacus. (laughs) So that kind of tells you the sort of dude he was. They wrote all their letters in cipher, all the good, uh, you know, secret society stuff. Yeah, all the best letters are. This just makes it such a pain in the ass to read your letters. I mean, seriously. <laughs> At its height, the Bavarian Illuminati had like 2,000 members. Well, and not then, much of a secret then. And then they were banned. <laughs> By who and for what? I think the Bavarian government for being anti-religious. Wow. So the source of the modern conspiracy theory is a bit amusing. Basically, some troublemakers in the 60s decided to mix things up a bit, and they happened to be journalists working for Playboy. Okay. Ah. Um, they started writing letters to the magazine, pretending to be readers of the magazine. I love those articles. <laughs> And in these letters, they would claim to be either members of or victims of an elite secret society called the Illuminati. <laughs> they also sent letters contradicting those letters just to add to the confusion. <laughs> Shake things up a bit. Whatever that last letter you got said, it was wrong. It's the same handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the same envelope for crying out loud. <laughs> and then one of them went and wrote a book or series of books, I guess, called the Illuminatus Trilogy. You've seen this book. It's got a black triangle on the front with an eye on it. Like the dollar bill. Uh, (laughs) That's what I used to pay for this book. (laughs) (laughs) Playing right into their hands. (laughs) And this book alleges that the Illuminati is responsible for the cover-ups of our time. That's a quote. Such as the JFK assassination. Sure. Quilts, duvets, you name it. And now you see like modern celebrities like flashing fake Illuminati signs. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, maybe it's one of those things that enough people believe in that it becomes real again. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and now 
now we will, I don't know, get a religion of reason? Is that what we're still doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, now we're controlling the minds of the, the sheeple, I think. Ah. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple other secret societies that I'm just going to mention in incredibly brief passing, because the thing is that most secret societies are and especially modern secret societies, are super boring. <laughs> There's the much-talked-about uh, Skull and Bones Society. The skull mm. is a bone, dummies. <laughs> <laughs> so these are rich, entitled Yale bros. Huh. And ladies these days. An article I read was very defensive that the modern Skull and Bones has women and minorities. Ooh, both. <laughs> One of each. <laughs> <laughs> They hang out in a place called the tomb. There's apparently bones in there. Oh, that's so edgy. <laughs> well, the people bring them in when they come. It's also, like, apparently a debate society, so that sounds real fun. Hi, welcome to Debate Club Skull and Bones. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the Freemasons. We mentioned them earlier. They're really into philanthropy and, I don't know, I imagine smoking cigars. <laughs> To be a Mason, you basically need to be a dude with Mason friends. Hmm. Sounds hard. (laughs) They do have 12 secret handshakes. Wow. That's so many. (laughs) One of the ex-druggies that my wife works with at at the restaurant is a Freemason, so it's not not hard. I'm less dazzled now. (laughs) (laughs) Does he know all 12 handshakes? I don't know. He won't tell us. (laughs) Ask him about the handshakes next time. Just start doing handshakes. (laughs) Is Until <laughs> he, like, reacts. You don't have to say anything. Just, just give me a nod if I'm right. <laughs> I'm just going to start shaking your hand in weird ways until you look afraid. <laughs> That's not my hand. <laughs> so you're saying I'm close. <laughs> but yeah, the Masons have been around a long time. A lot of people are suspicious of them, but they don't, they don't seem to do much other than apparently give $2 million a day to charity. <sighs> so I could use that money. <laughs> That's more than I give in a week. And those are all the stories I have. Do you have any stories? Like I'm going to tell you about my <laughs> secret societies. Yeah, you need to be a 10th degree March Hare to learn any of these secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm Maximus, the leader of... <laughs> I'm Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know... I don't know. Like, secrets to me don't feel very important. That's definitely not the sort of person you want in a secret society. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, I don't know. The closest I get is like secret, you know, recipes where it's like, oh, you know, this recipe is like, <laughs> you can't tell anybody. But I'm like, why not? It's just good food, man. Just tell everybody. Seriously. Even then, I'm like, why is this recipe secret? The, right. Uh, so the world I, needs to know. Mom. Yeah. I found out one of my friend's mom's secret salad recipe and it was just a regular salad dressing with Worcestershire yeah <laughs> now you've told everyone and, and well and his he, he comes over he's like you didn't you didn't tell him the recipe did you and shoot and, and his wife goes yeah i told him the recipe he was making the salad he's like oh my god i was like oh my god please the family secrets stop <laughs> you must stop my grandfather's ghost <laughs> crack open you guys should really save this this talk for my secret recipes episode <laughs> next time but yeah, point being is like, if I had a secret that was going to like, you know, I think secret societies in general are trying to do something good and try and improve the world. It's like, why why keep that from people? You know, what good yeah. is that day? It's just like, you want to feel smug. So everyone wants something. You know, everybody wants to rule the world. Am I right? <laughs> Tears for fears. Well, that brings us to what are your morals worth? So here's the scenario. And a pay us in secrets. 
you need to start and run a secret society <sighs> for a year. Uh, so much work. You have to have a real secret society. This isn't you and your cat. Huh. You need at least 100 members. A hundred? That's a lot of recruiting in secret. It's got to be secret. You've got to have, I mean, your ideology could be, we try to slip phrases into newspapers. I don't care. But one year, 100 members. How much do you want at the end of that oh, for all your end? hard work? I want to. We can give it to you at the beginning because then you're just going to slack off. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to. I was going to bribe people into my secret society. <laughs> going to have to take out a loan. Oh, man. My secret society Not- sneaks into the houses of people who teabag in video games and then takes <laughs> pictures of nuts on their forehead. <laughs> I think you could get Sean to join that one. He's been very frustrated lately. I'm not very good with people in general. I'm not going to be very good at recruiting. A hundred people? Man, that's a lot. It's a lot of work. So if I, what happens if I don't do it? I just don't get the money? Well, just how much money would you need to do it? Like if it was $10 billion, you wouldn't put in the effort? No, I would. It's just I, I have doubts that I'll be able to pull that off. I want $2 million of the uh, Freemasons' money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't think I could do it. What's your name and ideology going to be, Andy? I told yeah, you. I'm, I'm, I'm sneaking into people's houses. That's right. I'm sorry. What's your group name? <laughs> oh, I, let's, let's, let's get creative with it. The Anti Tea Baggers. <laughs> the Boston Tea Taggers. <laughs> We're the tea party. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm taking it back from the Republicans and making it nut based again. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like a million dollars, I guess, for a year's worth of work. That's going to be really hard and probably impossible. Oh come on! We've got the <laughs> internet. You could recruit 100 people. You're clever. The first person I'm going to recruit is a recruiter. <laughs> yeah, a Navy recruiter. Are you good at marketing? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. This is just, ugh. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get a handful of people, and then they're going to be way more enthusiastic than me, and it's just going to weird me out. Uh, <laughs> You'll be the mysterious leader who never shows up to meetings. I'll be like uh, Ed Norton in Fight Club, just like, what's what's going on? What are we doing here? Um, yeah, it's going to have to be a lot. I'm going to say $5 million. Because I just don't want to do that. <laughs> There's all these people around Sean chanting, and he's just like, Ugh. I know exactly what we're going to do. We're going to make bidets an accepted thing. That's going to be our mission. Goal. I'm on board with that. you got one recruit already. <laughs> Sean, nobody, you have to pre-order a bidet now. It's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, like all the good ones. It's like, oh, well, I can either spend $7,000 on a bidet or get one of the tushy ones in like May. <laughs> our, our secret society will be to secretly install bidets on all toilets. <laughs> That's <laughs> a surprise. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that sure would be a surprise. <laughs> Plug your nose. <laughs> What's this button do? <laughs> I never noticed this little thing over here. I ought, to, I ought to touch it while I'm sitting on the toilet. I've heard at least one story of someone going to a friend's house and like seeing a knob next to the toilet and just turning it while they were sitting. I would never turn a mystery knob <laughs> while I was sitting on a toilet. Doesn't know how to use the shells. <laughs> Adam, what's your secret society doing? Uh, I like the 
bidet thing. Um, let's you can see. be in my secret society while running your own. <laughs> oh yeah, my secret society will be to infiltrate other secret societies. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna create like an uber secret society after gathering everyone else's secrets. We're gonna be super exclusive because I can only have one member from every society. <laughs> it's the society society. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I honestly think I'm going to be the cheapest here. Oh, I don't yeah. think it's going to be that hard. <laughs> get me $500,000. I'm sure I can get 100 people to believe in something and keep it a secret. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, you know, it's got to be something sticky. Sticky? Um. Well, yeah, like it can't be promote my friend's literature because as brilliant as my friends are, I'm not going to get 100 people who want to secretly promote oh. my friend's literature. She's going around. She's putting jelly on doorknobs where she knows bad people will touch <laughs> it. <laughs> And that sticky stuff. I'm sure I could get something vigilante-ish going, you know? Oh, I could just get a bunch of people who punish those who don't properly social distance. I could do that in two days right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Re- leave red uh, S's on their doors. You end up with a pile of dead bodies on your doorstep, though. No kidding. People are getting... A- Guys, if you murder someone who's not social distancing or even just punch them, you are also not social distancing at that point. <laughs> you are part Stop of it. it. A problem. A different problem. (laughs) Several problems. Thank you all for joining us this week. Thank you to our mysterious editor, Gerard. Support us on Patreon for some great perks. If you want more of us, look us up on Instagram or Twitter at AcidPopPodcast. You can contact us through Reddit or email us at AcidPopPodcast at gmail.com. And remember, it's a secret. Bye. Bye.